I saw your sunset picture. Where are you? Uh, still in Montenegro. We haven't gone very far. We've just been hanging around. Um, it's been pretty bad weather here. A lot of rain and Same uh, wind. Has it? Yeah. To, well, yeah, pretty windy. It was raining all day today, like thunderstorms. Yeah, pretty bad for sailing. So yeah. it's just um, we're coming into coming into the end of the season here. So. Mm. Sort of just waiting out our time. So uh, in Montenegro, yeah. What are you just like, sort of anchored in a harbour or something? Pretty much, we're anchored in um, Porto Montenegro, which is this really fancy town where they've built like a super marina for super yachts. Yeah. And we're anchored just outside the super marina, and we can like row the boat in every day and sneak into the super marina and use their showers and stuff. <laughs> and then. Uh, but it gets real nasty like it had the last couple of days. We can go into the marina and tie up. Oh, yeah. Nice. You don't have to worry about, like, Conor McGregor plowing through your sailing boat with his, like, Lamborghini super yacht or anything? We're just off to the side. So unless he started doing, like, donuts in the little area of the anchorage, which is entirely possible. It's possible, um, yeah. <laughs> we try to stay out of the way, but it could happen. There's a lot of money, a lot of like, a lot of like, like Middle Eastern chic boats here. There's a boat in that in that marina, yeah, that costs that costs twenty seven million dollars a year to maintain. Oh wow! The maintenance cost is twenty seven million bucks. So, and what's that belong to? Some sort of bloodthirsty chic or something? You're saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. Wow. Bloodthirsty chics. That's where the money is. That is so fucked up. It's crazy. It's like the size of the thing is just ridiculous. It's like five levels, massive. Like could be a cruise liner, but it's some individual's yacht and it's, I've never seen it go anywhere. There's another one here. It's like 100 metres. It's a sailboat. It's got like three three massive masts. And apparently the thing can – it's so big. Apparently the thing can like – when it sails, it generates energy mm. and then it uses that energy to keep sailing. So it's like – can go around the world on like some negligible amount of diesel. I'll oh send you a photo of the thing. It's, it's absolutely yes, crazy. Oh my God. It's like I said. Generates its own power. Yeah. It's, well, not like you can't do it 100%, but when it's, when it's sailing, it generates and stores the power and then it uses that when it's not sailing so that it's like actual consumption is, I can't remember how much it is, but it's basically. Um, yeah, can can go around the world without using any fuel. Wow, that's mind-boggling. It's a real super yacht. Yeah, there's some really cool boats in there, and you just feel like a real piece of shit um, <laughs> Rowing when you sail in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's pretty fun. Well, listen, it's um, it's the week after, I guess. Would you say Australian rugby's darkest hour? I guess so. Certainly the darkest hour I've ever known. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, to exit the pool in such spectacular fashion, without going quietly, without even a peep, 
without raising a single single handed defense as Wales just assaulted us. Yeah, it's not it's just not us, is it? It's I mean, really not. To, I don't know what Eddie Jones has done to them, but he hasn't filled them with the confidence he said he was going to. Yeah, I don't care who is out there. For them to not put up a fight whatsoever, which is kind of what that seemed like, to be honest. It. I don't understand what happened. Like they, they couldn't have been as bewildered as they seemed because we've seen them play. Like we've seen them play football. They know, yeah, how to do it, and they just went out there and like, well, we don't have any answers. Well, <laughs> how should we know what to do? No, we haven't. Right, we haven't practiced any players, or 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 we, like just like, it's just like completely and utterly lost. There was there was like self sabotage about it even, I feel. Yeah, possibly. Like I, you know, if it was if it was Fiji, you'd understand. Like shell shocked, absolutely hammered in the first opening tackles. Carly Gordon got smashed or whatever. But it was Wales, and Wales weren't. They were they were good. Like credit to them, but they weren't. They weren't like shell shock you good. Like shell shock you to submission good. We just, especially like in the first half. It was something, and then in the second half, they came back out, and it was just they completely rolled over and played dead. Yeah, I don't know. It was really difficult to watch. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know hard to we, watch. It was. It was atrocious. It was almost unwatchable that second half. I don't know how we got here. Yeah. I was the, that that uh, Sunday. I was watching. Um, I stumbled across this video on the Sunday before that because that was on the Monday here, Monday morning. That game was. I stumbled across this video. It's like in India and they're, they're jackhammering up this concrete slab and it seems to be in like a some sort of dwelling, like the slab of this small dwelling in India and there's like a bunch of villages around like sort of like, oh, and then out of the slab, this fucking crocodile emerges and is like death rolling, throwing like the concrete all over the place. And then there's another one that comes out from underneath the rubble that was like underneath that crocodile, and that like runs out like hissing, and there's people like what? yeah, and then and then there's a third one stuck in there deeper that you can see just kind of starting to move around, and I just thought to myself like, how did those crocodiles get there? Like yeah, why on earth would cro- like how long have they been there for? Were they kind of kept? Were they forced there against their will while the concrete slab was poured, or was it their will to be under the slab for ten or twenty years? And I ju- and I just kept asking myself that question, and I'm still asking myself that question: How did so they get weird. there? And yeah, and this is goes how for Australian rugby as well, because how did? We get under that concrete slab for t- the last ten or well, twenty. Well, I think we've—I I think it's pretty widely publicised and understood. Like we've been watching Hamish McLennan shove crocodiles under the slab, yeah. for years, and they've survived to like, this hey, point, mate, which hey, is mate, amazing. Those crocodiles are going to come out and attack everyone at a really bad moment. Could we maybe fix the systemic problems with Australian rugby? And it's just been completely ignored do you think maybe he thought the crocodiles were going to die and it possibly wouldn't be a problem anymore yeah i think in their minds they're like oh everybody else all the people we employ to tell us what's going on all the pundits that are kind of giving us feedback they don't know about crocodiles we're going to keep shoving crocodiles under the floor nothing can possibly go wrong sooner or later they'll forget they'll forget they're even there 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's happened because you just said, like, what what happened? What went wrong over the last 20 years? No, that fucker's been shoveling crocodiles under there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And while we while we watched on, we're like, okay, maybe he's got a plan. Maybe it's all going to yeah. work out. The only good thing about the, the, the Wallabies fall from grace is it has shown us how many fucking crocodiles were under the floor. Oh, at least three. At, oh. Yeah, in the in the Wallabies case, at least three three <laughs> massive crocs, at least, and 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 there could be more to discover. Like we're not we're not we're not out of this yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Portugal beating us will be one massive croc. Yeah, that will be the death roll that you can't escape. Oh. I think. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And now Portugal against Wales. Uh, what was it? It was twenty eight to eight. Which is not as big a beating as they gave us, so that is concerning. I think that Portugal are a respectable team. I don't think we should be able to beat them, but you know the way we're playing, that's right. Anything's possible if we don't, if we don't, if we turn up the way we turned up against Wales, then there's every chance we could go down. But on paper, we should beat them. Mm. I, I mean, but oh god, I, I just don't even know. Really worth the... <laughs> I just it's, don't it's pretty hard anymore. to fathom, isn't it? And yeah. you know, I've been, I have been trying to stay so positive throughout all of this. I've been saying to myself and anyone else who would listen, you know, maybe we have to rebuild. Maybe this is a, you know, Eddie Jones yeah. is a genius here. We need to get these guys, yeah. all of them experience, blah, blah, blah. And after that just performance with like no ticker shown at all, I've just, right. I feel like I've just been a fucking idiot this whole entire time well well it's not yet we've all tried to stay optimistic we've all tried to lean into it because what's the other option just be like Mm. nah fuck that turn off the tv throw Mm. away the remote and kill eddie jones like everyone's had to be like (laughs) go along with the plan because maybe just maybe hopefully he knows what he's doing and and everyone's leaned into that that side of it but we we both said it that the the thing is the truth is in the joke isn't it and and the two things we said at the start is this is the Titan submersible and what's likely to happen to the Titan submersible is that it collapses under the immense pressure and explodes in, in, that's, a, that's right. in a disastrous collapse. Yeah. And the other thing you said was I think that, that, that Eddie Jones is a con man and he's playing a long con on us mm. in retribution. And I think that's also pretty close to the, to the truth. I think that he's become such an egomaniac that he surely believes what he's doing is right, but it, but everything he's doing flies in the face of some fairly, you know, conventional wisdom. Mm. But I would I wouldn't and, have, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have even said back then, you know, I think um Eddie Jones back then at the start of the tournament, I wouldn't have said back then I think Eddie Jones is the man who put the crocodiles under the floor. But now I think he's I'm stuffed st- a couple of extras. Yeah. yeah I I'm think starting to been- consider it, yeah. Yeah, I think he's been up at night letting crocodiles in. I think he's let, been letting the most obvious, biggest crocodiles in, um, yeah. the way he's managed the team. And he's done it in such a way where he's like, no, nah, mate, you know what? You don't, you guys don't understand rugby. Crocodiles are good for the game, the, yeah. the better. Uh, we're just we're going to surprise you when all these crocodiles actually turn out to be our friends. <laughs> and, yeah, I think everyone's like, oh, I don't know about so many crocodiles, man. Maybe just yeah. like one or two surprise crocodiles, like some little ones. Yeah, yeah he's like, and, and he's, he's like, like, no, oh, eight or nine. No, no, no. Just, just keep fitting, <laughs> fitting them under there. Keep, 
keep doing it. As long exactly. as there's room, you just keep putting them under there. You, yeah, it happens all the and time. And that's what's led us here. Yeah. I think that's where the, the truth of the matter is. The jokes have been, as always, it's the jokes are the truth and the and the things that you thought were real were, were jokes. <laughs> or the things you hoped were real were jokes. Yeah, but we, I mean, look, we have to enjoy the rest of this World Cup, no matter what happens from here. Do you know what I mean? I think so, yeah. I'm going to try. It's going to be difficult. What's really pissing me off, actually, I thought about this just this morning, is that I have neglected a whole season of NRL to focus on, like, the pre-games and, like, what's going on in in rugby union in anticipation of this World Cup. Mm. So I've completely missed, like, a a season of the Broncos getting to the finals. I haven't been watching it, haven't enjoyed it, haven't made any money off it. Uh, and it's, it's just... It's been enjoyable That's probably too. the thing. Yeah, I bet it has. Instead, well, I've invested all my time and effort into into this World Cup. Yeah, look, it's um, that's disappointing to hear. Uh, look, you've still yeah. got time to tune in for the grand final this weekend, though. Right. And I will, but, like, you know, it's better when you've been going along for the ride. Yeah, I know. Look, you just picked the wrong horse <sighs> this time. Yeah, and I mean, I was warned. I have been warned about <laughs> yeah. the, the, the dead code for some years, but yeah, I, I really didn't want to. I really didn't want to believe it. No, you stick to your guns. But but in term in terms of enjoying the rest of it, I think yeah, hitching my wagon to um, Fiji, oh, Fiji, for hitching sure. my wagon to to New Zealand. Even though I don't necessarily think they're the strongest team, I want I want New Zealand to go far. Yeah, the Anzacs. Um, I'll get on board that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I don't have any love for, for, for Ireland, and I certainly don't want the South Africans to win. No. Um, do, you, do, you know what I, do you know what I saw um, I, on, on Facebook, on, like, uh, when they put up, were putting posts up of the Wallabies losing to Wales and all that sort of stuff? I, occasionally I look in the comments just to see what people are saying. Um, yeah. And there was, like, a crazy amount of Fijian nationals throwing just the most lovely amount of support our way as a Were nation. They? Yeah. Like saying stuff like saying stuff like, Hey Australia, you should, you know, still be proud. You are amazing rugby country and uh we will play for you the rest of the World Cup, your Fijian brothers Thanks, and guys. stuff like that. Perfect. Thanks guys. So <laughs> I, I noticed thought- a lot of that as well. But not just from Fiji, from everyone. Yeah. But you know what that is? Like, it, isn't that isn't that even isn't that the saddest thing of all? How bad must we have played for other countries to have taken pity on us and patronise us? Like normally, normally every country in the world would be like, ah, suck it, Wallabies, you suck. Yeah. But we played so badly, yeah. and what's happened to us is so appalling. That everyone's like, oh, sweet boys, oh my god, those young guys, small Australian Nobody boys. deserves to get. Yeah, exactly. So. They were, only, nice, they, were only, they were only 19, damn it. <laughs> yeah, they were exactly. only 19. <laughs> yeah, man. Nobody wanted to see Eddie fire all those oh. kids into a cannon. Into oh, it's Gallipoli all over again, but there was no right? Simpsons donkey. <laughs> you know, there was no, nobody, there was no My- Simpsons donkey in the form of a Michael Hooper or something, you know? That's true, huh? There was no one there to carry him, carry him out, like save some, like save them a little bit of dignity. They just had to sit there, shell shocked, and get like shot to death. Mm. Disappointing, but anyway, we, we should move, we should move on because let's just, let's just quickly touch on a couple of these results. Now, France um, beat Namibia ninety six nil. 
I don't think that's Namibia's worst result, but it's... it's <laughs> Is that not their bad. worst? Wow. Namibia, Namibia have historically been the whipping boys of the competition, and there's no there's no quarter given to them. So the second-tier teams always have to, like, back up. They always get the worst draw, so they'll be, like, playing playing, like, a Sunday night and then three days later playing, like, a Wednesday night against, like, New Zealand followed by yeah. France. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, after after they get their legs broken stuff, so... Have we had a, have we had a ton um, crack before? I don't think I've ever seen anyone crack a ton. Uh, yeah, in the World Cup. I don't know about this World Cup, but certainly I'm, I'm pretty sure we've run in a ton before against one team. This is back when we were good. Yeah. I'd like to look that up. Uh, if you can look yeah, me that too. Up now, um, Argentina, Samoa. Argentina looking quite uh, underwhelming, I think. Yeah, they've been a, they've, they've not had a great campaign so far, but I think that they do have the goods. I would like to see Samoa upset Argentina. I think they've been playing okay. Oh no, no, they, um, they've gone. That nineteen ten, it was. Oh, they already played, mm. and Argentina beat Samoa only by by nine points. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, okay. that, that's correct. That's good for Samoa. And then the, the, I actually caught uh, the second half of this game, Georgia Portugal, which was eighteen all. Ah, uh, that was the best game. Well, well, that was a good game. It was good. Ireland South Africa was the best game of the round. Yeah, but Portugal Georgia was a close second. Like the the quality of rugby wasn't as high, but it was super exciting. Yeah, it was good. And then uh, the England beat a, uh, a bunch of small Chilean boys, seventy one nil. And I felt sorry yeah, for, the, cool. for the for the little Chilean boys because um, they really did try their hearts out, and they looked very upset after the game. Yeah, and it's England. You never want anything like for them to be smugged out, and they'll be so smug. Yeah. Um, so that's a disappointment. And that, Highest ever scoring game, 145 to 17. New oh. Zealand whooping up on Japan. Oh, wow. Sem- they let them score 17. 21 tries for the All Blacks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. No. <laughs> like just... Absolutely no defense played in that game. <laughs> no. Nah. At all. That's, that's amazing. That's what yeah, I, right? I wonder how many, what that works out to be a minute, how many tries a minute. It's 21 tries for New Zealand alone. So that's, what's that? At three least, every three um, minutes or something? yeah, one one every four minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, that's not Eight, yeah, not one every crazy. four minutes. Not as fast as you'd think, yeah. No. Yeah, well, hopefully we see something like that again before this is over. Um, uh, Scott... Yeah, hopefully it's not us. Well, I guess it can't happen to us anymore. We've... <laughs> no. we've... Everything back. Although, although it could, there there is a scenario if if um, Fiji mess up and lose to Georgia, then it could come down to, to bonus points and for and against. And I ha- and, I, and I, listen, I would hate to go through. I would hate to go through that way. I would, yeah. I would hate for Fiji, for us to go through instead of Fiji. But if it did, and we like somehow knock out England or Argentina, we could. We could we could be facing like a you know the biggest ever score in World Cup history. <laughs> could get like a, a hundred running against us by Ireland. True. In so semi. so yeah, there is still hope for that. Then I guess, but I feel like most people yeah. have written us uh, written off us advancing. Like right. it's not it's possible. It's very unlikely. Yeah, it's, it's not possible, possible for Georgia to beat Fiji. I feel like that's what everyone's thinking. Well, I think that would be foolish. Stranger things have happened in a World Cup. Um, yeah. Georgia. 
probably haven't played to their full potential this World Cup yet, and Fiji are playing as good as they've ever done. So yeah. as long as Fiji's trend continues, as long as those trends continue, fine. But, I mean, there is a possibility that both teams revert to the mean and it's a more competitive game. Yep. Yep. Let's hope so. Now, the South Africa Island game, uh, I think good, South huh? Africa, it was great, but I think South Africa lost it with their. Do you? I think their decision the making. Yeah. And also the decision to kick. Why do they need to take those 50 meter kicks? Yeah. Um, there was a couple of long ones in there, wasn't there? I think they didn't, they didn't sort of um, use their advantages over Ireland. Yeah. But. I am probably in the minority here, but I thought that despite that, those decisions and those missed kicks, they looked like the stronger team to me. I, I actually think that's a very popular so opinion. But, I, I thought yeah. so too. I, I just think it was those four missed penalties or whatever it was that kind of cost them the game. Um, yeah. I think yeah. different decisions would have seen a different outcome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and at the end when they probably did make the decisions you're talking about and they went for that... Um, that line out, kick for touch, and had that line out. Um, that ball came out when that when the ref called that for not coming out. Yeah, he wasn't even there to look right. at it. Like, and I was watching it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's a terrible." But call. did the same thing not happen? Did, did the same thing not happen to us against um, against Wales? Did a ball not pop out the back for Valentini to pick up, and he got pinged? Uh, it might have. I, I might guess have it was missed it. Different because it was not well. <laughs> not compared. The, the game wasn't on scenario. the line. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's the same scenario, but I was really confused because the ball was well out. Yeah, Martini comes across and picks it up, and then and then they explain the rule: oh, the ball's got to be one meter away from the rock oh. before you can touch it. So the 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 halfback doesn't even notice it's come out. The ball's like behind his legs. Valentini dives on it, and it still counts as as diving over because he didn't pick it up cleanly. Oh, God. Anyway, I don't know if that was the same thing that happened in the island. Um, no, it was, it, it was different to that. that. It was different to that. But it's it felt like a horrible call. I, I, I wasn't rating some. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, um, but overall, that was a great game. And, and I think just goes to show how dominant those two teams are. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, they can be dangerous. And well, well done to Ireland, though, really. Like... Oh, yeah. It did really well. They played extremely well. Yeah. They absolutely neutralized what I thought was a very strong, like, very well executed plan by South Africa. Yeah. So they managed to hold on for the win. They've got, um, they're, they're, so South Africa and them are going to get out of that pool for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, unless, at, Scot- unless, Scotland, unless Scotland does something amazing and upsets Ireland. Because mm, they still haven't played. Game. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, surely the Scotland, the Scottish have a crack. Now the other pool, pool A with France, Italy, and New Zealand. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen this with Italy kind of giving it a bit of a shake? Like all their advertising about how Italy's going to beat it, New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. No. Not that. Just, they're, they're five points ahead of them on the table coming into this match against Did each they, other. They haven't played each other yet. Yeah, They're I know. That's a bit of trouble. <laughs> Two bonus points, Italy. New Zealand won. You don't think the uh, what do they call themselves the Azure? I think that sounds right. Something like that. They would, um, <laughs> whatever that means. But they, uh, you think they have absolutely no chance? 
So, so we're okay. Italy are on ten points. They've had two wins and zero draws. But Italy haven't played France. They've only played Uruguay and Namibia, right? They haven't. Have they played? Uh, they haven't played France yet. No, I'm just looking now. They haven't. So I think it's just sort of an anomaly in that this is a a fairly weak pool, and they ha- they haven't. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't see Italy getting out over France and New Zealand. I wonder what sort of odds they're offering. Oh, yeah. So here we've got New Zealand a dollar zero zero five, and Italy twenty three dollars. So you have a look at the five cents to the dollar. Is that is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, and only twenty three and only twenty three bucks for Italy. So they're not giving anyone decent odds on that, huh? No. But here, this is what probably worth taking. New Zealand negative twenty eight is the line. Do you think New Zealand pump them? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I think that they do. I think that's a really New Zealand thing to do to uh, pump a team like Italy. They've got that that killer instinct. Once they once they get going, I think they're going to run in a bunch of tries. Yeah, I'm feeling it too. Probably. I'm feeling that as um, well. But, it, but, but, 30, but 30 points is a big spread. Like if there's any rain or anything, that could that could change that. But yeah. generally, when, when New Zealand smell blood, and I bet they do smell a bit of blood, they they get going. Yeah, there's the, the odds for these favourites are like the lowest I've ever seen. Yeah, I think they, I feel like they're taking the piss a little bit. Like even Fiji, a dollar a dollar and nine cents to beat Georgia. Yeah. They're just like Argentina then, one with one point zero zero one. I guess it's because they're such mismatches, and I'm not really used to seeing like as big a mismatches in professional sport. I guess. But what is even the point of point one of a cent per dollar invested? Like that's that's a really. That, you, I've never I've never seen it that low. You can't really make money off that unless you if you put a million. Would you have to put a million dollars on it? And who's gonna like? And then how much? And then how much do you get? You win a thousand bucks, is that right? Yeah, or ten thousand? Like I'm gonna risk it. Like I'm gonna risk a million dollars that the whole of Argentina's team doesn't get sick with like bird flu. Yeah. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. It's silly. It is. It's just don't even post the odds for them. Um, but let's have. A, let's just quickly. Let's just have a quick look at what games what about, are coming up. What were you gonna say? What about Japan Samoa? Japan Samoa yeah. two forty to Japan one sixty for Samoa. I think Samoa are probably going to get that done. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Japan have been a little bit disappointing. Um, so Samoa to cover of two and a half um, might be the go. Two and a half is that the line? Oh jeez. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what do we got? Oh. What other games are they? I'm not getting much odds up. Sorry. This this weekend, so Japan tomorrow is today, oh, yeah. nine p.m. my time. So so early in the morning for you guys. Scotland, Romania. Italy, yeah, maybe, yeah, that will be a bit of a bloodbath, I imagine. Um, Fiji, Georgia is going to be a big one. Obviously, we want Fiji to win. If Georgia win, we want them to win big to put um, Wallabies back in the mix. Australia, Portugal. I mean, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Like just, just yeah. to not, just to salvage a bit of um, respect for those young men. It's a, on at a terrible time for us over here. 
Yeah, what time is it for you guys? I would be like one forty-five, two in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, what are the odds on Australia Portugal? That'll be interesting. Uh one zero one to Australia. Oh, okay. One zero one, but a twenty-four okay. point line. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing is not marrying up. Like, how how are they going to pay out point half a cent of a dollar for New Zealand and only give them a twenty nine point yeah. advantage? It's like they're saying they'll definitely win, but potentially not by a large amount. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know what's the point. But anyway. um, Australia to cover the line is just so disappointing. I don't know whether I can I can bear to to bet on that. I actually um, wouldn't. I just wouldn't at this stage. Right? I just wouldn't do it. Like, there's just nothing. There's, yeah, there's nothing. No signs there to make me want to do that. So, yeah, this week's interesting games. Then Japan, Samoa, New Zealand, Italy to see if they flog them. Um, Fiji, Georgia. Uh, hopefully, I want to see yeah. Fiji do well. Um, but but it could be an interesting matchup. And then that's about it. Australia, Portugal, South Africa, Tonga, Scotland, Romania shouldn't be no. that interesting. We're not interested in that. Um, so we will have we will have games. something to talk about come next week anyway. Could be... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, could be something amazing that we didn't think was going to happen, but most likely... Yep. The same, the same sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> same sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and then I think next week really shift, shift, uh, shift our allegiances and start... Yep. fully supporting the Fijian Flyers and having New Zealand as a backup. Yep. And yeah, I'd, I guess I'd like to see Fiji or New Zealand take out um, Ireland, South Africa or France uh, yep. and get to the end. And I'd love to see Fiji in a semi. That would be awesome. Yeah, like start. Well, I, I think it's safe to start buying merchandise now. I don't think we will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll be getting through. So feel free to do that but yeah well anyway let's uh <laughs> let's let's watch some of this let's watch some rugby this weekend and uh and watch that grand final the nrl one too and i'll chat to you next week oh for sure sounds good mate have a good one all right see you bro catch ya